0: The Feast of St. John, Apostle and Evangelist, December 27th, 2020. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let us pray. Merciful Lord, cast the bright beams of your light upon your church that we, being instructed in the doctrine of your blessed Apostle and Evangelist, John, may come to the light of everlasting life. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the Feast of St. John is from the Revelation of St. John, the first chapter. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. How sweet are your words to my taste! Sweeter than honey to my mouth. My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. The epistle is from the first letter of St. John, the first chapter. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, These things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 21st chapter. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper, and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Then this saying went out among the brethren, that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and wrote these things, And we know that his testimony is true, and there are also many other things that Jesus did, which, if they were written by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Amen. This is the Gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. O Word of God incarnate, O wisdom from on high, O truth unchanged unchanging O light of our dark sky We praise you for the radiance that from the hallowed page a lantern to our footsteps. Shines on from age to age. The church from you, dear Master, Received the gift divine, And still that light is lifted O'er all the earth to shine. It is the chart and compass that all life's voyage through, mid-mists and rocks and quicksands still guides, O oh Christ, to you. O make your church, dear Savior, a lamp of burnished gold, to bear before the nations your true light as of old. O teach your wandering pilgrims by this their path to trace, till clouds and darkness and dead they see you face to face. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Then this saying went out among the brethren, that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. This is the word of the Lord. The color is not red today, instead, it is white. For any other apostle or evangelist, the color is red, the color of the Spirit and of his work. Red, the color of the blood those men poured out as martyrs in service to the gospel of Christ. Today is white. St. John is the son of Zebedee, the brother of St. James the Greater, and most likely a cousin of Jesus. He is one of the three most important apostles, Peter, James, and John, who are privileged to see and to know much more than the others. He is the disciple whom Jesus loved, and into whose care the Blessed Virgin Mary was given at the foot of the cross. He is apostle, for he was sent forth by Christ. He is evangelist, for he authored one of the four Gospels. The other apostles are remembered in red. The other evangelists are likewise remembered in red. Today, the feast of St. John is white. This is not to say that St. John did not die, as he himself writes in the parenthetical within his own gospel. This saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet, Jesus did not say to him that he would not die. All will die, as a world bearing the scars of sin's torment is quick to remind you. No, it is not to say that St. John did not die, but to say instead that St. John did not die as a martyr. His blood did not water the seeds of the church, This was certainly not for lack of trying, however. He survived a poisoning attempt by a pagan priest in Ephesus, and he survived an attempt on his life by the Romans, who boiled him alive in oil. Because he survived, he was exiled to the remote island of Patmos, where he lived the rest of his life, writing to and for the church. He was a martyr in will, but not in deed. For him, and for him alone of the twelve, the Lord had plans beyond martyrdom. St. Peter asks Jesus what will happen to St. John, and he is rebuked by Jesus. What is that to you, Jesus asks. As Jesus speaks to St. Peter, so too does he speak to you. What is it to you, what fate your neighbor or your fellow Christian will encounter? The simplicity of faith is to do what Jesus says, you follow me. Jesus willed that St. John not be a martyr. He willed that St. Peter and the rest all would be martyrs. What of it? The importance of the apostles and evangelists is not whether they were martyrs or not, but what their confession was and is. If they confess Christ, their martyrdom becomes a crown of glory to them, but only because of the content of their confession and because it is permitted by the same, the person of Christ. If they confess Christ and are exiled to live lives of loneliness, Even the fact that they kept their lives serves as a crown of glory, not because of the act, but again, because of the content of their confession and the one who enables such confession, the person of Christ. You see, every saint's day in the church year is, at its core, another feast of Christ, even as you recall and rejoice in the works of men and women long departed. For their work is always Christ's work. Their words are always Christ's words. Their all is always Christ. Thus you see that even as Jesus rebukes Peter and says, Follow me, he does not exclude St. John. It is not as if his words, I remain that he, I will that he remain until I come, dismiss St. John of any obligation to follow Christ. It is quite the opposite. The Christian's task is always to follow Christ where he goes. Yet, each Christian has different gifts and serves in a different capacity, even as they all follow the same Christ together in word and in deed. The martyred apostles and evangelists followed Christ into death. St. John followed Christ to death. Each bore his cross along the way. This is an important reality. It is not the disciple who wills his crosses, but the Lord. It is the disciple's task only to follow Christ and to bear the crosses he receives. St. John did not choose exile. St. Peter and the rest did not choose martyrdom. You will not choose the misfortunes you endure or the crosses you will bear. But you all, apostles, evangelists, and disciples, will follow Christ with hope and with joy, even as you bear each uniquely painful cross." This is why the rebuke of St. Peter is yours as well. Because it is an easy thing to do to compare crosses. It is an easy thing to envy and to hate, to consider that some have it easy, and to resent others because he wills him remain and not die a martyr's death. What is it to you, O Christian? What another's cross is to bear. Your task is to follow Christ and to bear your own. The only cross not belonging to you at which you are permitted and indeed encouraged to gaze is that of Christ. Therefore, do so, and do so diligently. See and know your Lord, heed him, and keep all that he says for the time is indeed near. Repent and confess. Turn away from sin. Walk in the light, confidently trusting in his good even as you bear your cross. Perhaps this is the reason the Lord willed that St. John remain, to give him and by him the church the vision of what this cross means to give incarnation, flesh, blood, bone, and sinew to the understanding of Christ as the light amidst darkness and his atonement, that by the strength of Christ you may follow him and turn away from sin. Through the writings of this holy apostle and evangelist, you hear, not from him who read, studied, or thought, but from him who saw, touched, and heard the Word made flesh, who was born in Bethlehem only days ago. By the hand of St. John, bearing his cross of exile, you know the propitiation of your sins and its ramifications for your salvation. By the pen of St. John and holy inspiration, you see and hope for the glorious kingdom of the heavens in Christ Jesus, that Lamb, at the center of the throne. As the rebuke of St. Peter is yours, do not worry about the crosses of another, only follow me. So too is the will of God for St. John, that he remain God's will also for you. St. John is the evangelist who records these words of Christ. I am the vine, you are the branches, He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Follow, then. Abide and remain, for the Lord wills it. It is indeed good to be here in the house of God, walking in the fellowship of the body. Here we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. The Lord wills that you remain in the church, in the faith, in the body, and in the blood, and in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection that is to come. You will not know if things around you will get better or worse. Days of persecution may be upon the horizon. Global plague may only be beginning. Tyrannical princes may come knocking, seeking to take away your liberties or even your life. But as you remain according to the Lord's will, as you follow him and as you bear your cross, you lose the need to answer the questions of what will come next. None of that matters. What is it to you? All that matters is the cross of Christ and his holy touch to you here and now As he wills, you remain, abide, and follow like St. John before you. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in our Lord Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For the people of God, clothed in righteousness bestowed, for a fervent yearning for the touch of Christ as it is bestowed in word and in sacraments, for the health and well-being of the body that is the Holy Church, for the faithfulness of bishops and pastors, for the piety of the people, and for the preservation of the pure doctrine of the Holy Church in Catholicity, let us pray to the Lord. For all saints and martyrs of the faith of whom the world is not worthy, for encouragement and example in the men and women of old, For right confession in life and in death, for perseverance, strength, and resoluteness in every good calling, and for unending light to shatter the gloom of darkness, let us pray to the Lord. For the nations of the world and her people, for peace without warfare, prosperity without greed, love without condition, and joy without restraint that God would crush wicked and evil and end all strife. And for the dawn of Christ's return to the nation, let us pray to the Lord. For good and noble rulers, for wisdom and integrity to all in authority, especially Donald our president, Michael our governor, and all other men and women who govern, for patience and calm, for eyes to see Christ in every neighbor and hands to act according to the dignity of personhood, for the innocent, the just, and the unborn, and for repentance and humility, let us pray to the Lord. For the love of Christ to burn with zeal, for the strength and preservation of all Christian marriages, for upright and faithful men, for compassionate and caring women, For the work of all fathers and mothers, for the preservation of the household, for honorable and obedient children, and for comfort to the barren, the infertile, and the childless, let us pray to the Lord. For all that is good, right, true, and honorable to abound, for renewed vigor in rebelling against the spirit of the age, for defense against every evil of body and soul, for spiritual renewal and for undisturbed Christian life and living in the way, let us pray to the Lord for the healing of the great physician as he knows it is needed and in his good pleasure, for all who suffer ill, all who live in sorrow and all who fear with hopelessness, for the sick and distressed, especially Cindy, Gordon, Sandra, Shelley, Ramona, Randy, Courtney, Creed, Roger, J.M., Riley, Carol, Galen, Angie, Richard, and Dorothy. For peace to the dying, blessed repose to the dead, and comfort to the bereaved, and for the calm of trust in the Lord's ear to hear and his hand to work, Let us pray to the Lord. For all enduring want or need, for plenty to the poor and the destitute, for shelter to the homeless and gainful work to the unemployed, for correction and amendment to the wayward and the misguided, for comfort to the distraught and the depressed, for love to the forsaken and the abandoned, for the care and preservation of all people in all lands, and that the church and her people would bear the fruits of faith. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, though you are the everlasting word of the Father, you did not spurn the virgin's womb, but took upon yourself the dusty flesh of your fallen creatures. In you the mercy of the Godhead is not only seen, but touched and tasted, known to the fullest in your communion with man. Grant that we who seek this holy food of flesh and blood may have hearts made pure to receive, that by your hand we may be fed with tangible divinity unto life everlasting and not to our great harm. Sustain us in every endeavor. Plead for us before the heavenly throne and gather your holy church together from the ends of the earth that we may be one body with you as our head even as you now live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread,